All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Welcome back to a new year. Happy New Year's, everyone out there. Uh, I am SoloBase15, here with my good friend Zareth. This is the Gambit Podcast. How are you doing, Zareth? It's a new year, and it all just doesn't feel any different at all. <laughs> it, it really doesn't. Um, it's it's funny. Uh, we don't even have new information to talk about because CG is on their vacation. So it's a new year and new, I don't know, same thing. I know. I know. Yeah, maybe this time we'll actually have a shorter episode. It's funny because people, people listening to this afterward already know the truth or falsity of that. <laughs> they do. It's, uh, it's built in. I have no idea, though. It's, speaking of short, you know what was short this year? Um, the new you, Conquest. Please make it safe for work. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, th this new Conquest might be the easiest conquest we've had since datacrons came out like wow. i'm done i'm done on both accounts already you're done wow i yeah. i haven't done anything today i don't know i've i've been a little lazy you're just done though that's awesome man well i should say i will be done in the morning i need three more first order um battles and i'm not spending an extra refresh to do them so when i wake up i can just do three first order battles and then i'll really be done awesome man which ones did you skip uh that's a good question i skipped the tuscans uh i don't do that one hold on i actually just ran the conquest report so i could tell you uh so i skipped the in sector one the Iden one i skipped the five ig droids um, I skipped attempt to inflict confuse 40 times. I and I skipped the Tuscans. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, you you buy the pass though. Which ones do you get for the pass? Uh you get the 40 rebel battles, but honestly. Oh, that was easy. I, I'm gonna do that one by accident anyway. Right. Um and then you get the 100 kills with Piet, which I saw there's cheese where you can do it in one battle. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so I, I didn't have to do that as a precursor to anything, but... Yeah, I think I might skip the Piet one. The Piet one and probably the Stagger one are the two that I'll probably skip. Oh, the Stagger one was... The, you can do the Stagger one in one battle. What what comp do you have to fight with it? I don't I don't know. What's your awesome tech for that? Uh you you go up against a Phoenix node. <laughs> and that's that's basically it. Uh you go against Phoenix node, you run Kirahan, Krennic, Yoda, and Sabine. Han stuns Ezra and then Sabine. Their Sabine on the Phoenix team, and then you hit auto. And you need you need the deployable cooling systems, but you get that from the you know, that I forget which feat you get it from, but you get it. So um everybody should should have one. And so you just hit auto. And the AI prioritizes all of the <laughs> all of the right abilities. It's fantastic. You do need uh you do need ruthless swiftness to do that though mm, okay well I'll, I'll check it out i might be able to do that what was the comp again kira and it's Sabine. kira kira han krennic 
Grandmaster Yoda and Sabine. Yoda's there for the buffs for the deployable cooling systems. And you also get foresight done at the same time. Nice. All I'd right. like I'd like to take credit for that one, but I saw it on the I'm gonna mispronounce his name, the Tripolis Tripolisis. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Uh I saw it on his video and I tried it and I did it all in one battle and I was like, awesome. I'm done. Yeah, well, maybe I won't skip it then. That's awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> we'll see. We'll see. No promises. I, I just looked and I do have a Phoenix node. I always try to fight Phoenix one time because they, they are actually pretty good for because Kane is just like, no, you will stay alive, damn it. I'm like, right. you, know, you know, sometimes that's annoying, but right now that's endearing. In fact, thank you <laughs> for keeping everyone alive, uh, yeah. Kanan. Yeah. Um, well, cool. That's probably the most we've ever talked about Conquest on this channel. So that's good. <laughs> I don't know we've complained about it before. That's probably the first useful information we've given out on this podcast. It's the most <laughs> constructive we've been about <laughs> <Right>. Conquest, yep. <laughs> oh. Right on. I'll I'll check that out. Um cool. I even have a relic for Krennic. I don't know I don't know why. <laughs> uh, He's awesome. it, Krennic's uh, he was a requirement. Was a pervader? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it, for Sith Eternal. I know, Sith I, Eternal. I, I, yeah, I know yeah. exactly why, yeah. Because I'm yeah. actually working on him right now on Professor X on my little uh, account. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's totally a thing. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be great. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that account, I just got, I just got a, not to brag, but I just have, I got a relic five Sith Marauder after he's been sitting at three forever. Even though I have nice. Leviathan, <laughs> even though I have Leviathan, I've had a relic three Sith Marauder. <laughs> and I think the biggest development on that account, not that we necessarily need to talk about it right now, but um, I also, the two big, biggest ones are, I have a relic three Plo Koon, which I, I just can't get him more relics right now, but he is yeah. relic. And I have relic five on Baze as well like those are oh nice those are two characters that i feel like right now are really hot items like they're really hot like good characters to be working on right now yeah absolutely i i agree i mean i've been a flow fan for quite a long time um sure i, I feel like he he's more he's like keep stepping more and more into the forefront though it's like well he you know he could he was he was pretty good as like a weird off meta counter, like a what sixty percent off meta counter with negotiator versus triple attacker, uh, yeah, uh, executor, and that that was fine. That that was a good option to have. Really nice to have him as an option there. Um, but then the Marauder came out, and now it's it's a lot better, you know. <laughs> um, yep. And and Plo Plo's like, oh yeah, it's the same thing, just way better. So having him having him with more like. It, it's more of a certainty, and therefore the counter is, in my opinion, more valuable. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. No, I, I agree. I used to run the counter with Old Flow all the time, and there were many, uh, many fail conditions. Now, you need, like, a really bad dodge or something to fail it. Uh, I, you know, I've won on my alt all but one time, and that's with a five-star Marauder. And he just tanks the first opening hits. I lost to that account lost to a full R9 exec team. Um, because I had a five-star marauder. 
and I got kind of unlucky mm. with the the targeting because they killed Plo and then they it just it went horrible. But I've lost once since Marauder came out, and I think I mean everybody sets executor on defense, so I've probably done that battle more times than I can count. No, oh, it's it's a it seems like a really solid counter. Uh, the times that I've done it, I'm like, man, that was so seamless. The, th the I mean, the problem is. It's very tough to just casually offer that as a solution. Cause you're like, yeah. oh, hey, like all you need is is the seven star Marauder. And first off, if you people didn't prioritize Marauder, which at first it was like, oh, cool, I have those characters. Yeah, I'm not gonna. A lot of people were like, I'm not gonna spend five thousand crystals to get that ship right away. So a lot of people are farming it. Um, uh, but the people who even the people who did, you also have to say, oh, you actually need a relic seven Plo Koon. Or two, <laughs> right? Like, it's just not a casually, you don't just casually have those characters available, you know. At least for other counters, you're like, hey, do you have Thrawn? And may maybe they do, y yeah. you know, or something like that. Like you, you could just offer a character, but seven star Plo Koon along with this, uh, or sorry, Relic Seven Plo Koon and a seven star Marauder are just. Mm. I mean, you you said yeah. a five star Marauder. That's that's fine. You also probably have good Bad Batch. Uh, there are five. I don't have six e mods on them. Oh, let's look. At, let me let me go to my um. Let me go to my middle account and see. I'm curious to see what your offense is compared to mine because I have a seven star, but my wrecker is only like gear nine right now. Um, <laughs> and hunter is gear twelve. I think I've relic one on on uh tech. I'd just be curious nice. to know like which one of us has higher offense. Yeah, okay. I'm I'm looking. I have full full R five on that account on my bad batch. Oh, Tech actually has six. Tech and e oh. Echo's not oh. a pilot for that ship. <laughs> no, he's not. Hunter. Uh Hunter has three sixty. Echo, it's Echo that has full sixty mods because I mm. keep him fast. Right. Um, okay. So let me see. I'm opening it right now. My Marauder, yeah, okay. So, like I said, Gear Nine on Wrecker Hunter. Hunter is Gear Twelve. Neither of them have six E. Well, Hunter could have, yeah. Like Tech does have his two total six E's. So, um, not much six E. And my, I think it's physical damage. I guess so. My offense is twenty three, eight sixty eight. Okay, mine is twenty three seven ninety five. Ooh, okay. So mine, mine is so seven stars. Sounds like it's it's maybe. Well, I mean, well, it can, it can kind of cover up the deficiency of having super low gear a little yeah. bit. Well, I'm curious. What is the health on yours? Since you have it pulled up. Oh, sure. That will be interesting if it's different. Um, my health is one hundred thirty-eight thousand six fifty-eight. Okay, mine's one thirty-eight two forty. And that's why this counter works without stars. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah. that's interesting. Okay, so it's like a having a mostly ungeared team. I mean, you still need some gear, and they all have their Zetas and and all that stuff. But um, interesting. And yours yours works like pretty much every time, though. It sounds like yeah, yeah. I've lost once, and it was to like I said, it was to um a full R nine exec squad and i got bad rng so like both things happened
Oh, fair enough. Well, yeah. So, I mean, that's that's one of the reasons I've I've been trying to run uh, or trying to get Plo moving up. But you, I think you do need Relic Seven, right? Like that's pretty much a requirement. Like, uh, is there a use case where it's like, oh, you only need five star, or sorry, only f Relic Five? Well, yes. So it depends on the IGs you're facing. I think it. I think both can be. Plo is one needs to be one gear level above. IG. No, one gear level below IG. So if IG is R5, flow can be R4. If IG is R7, flow can be R6. Nice. And so when, when IG is R9, flow can be R8. And that's why you need flow R8 when you're fighting at the tippy top. That's one of my favorite. Like I, I put Relic 9 on IG just to be a pain in the ass. Like there's not really a good reason otherwise other than just like sometimes people are going to be uncomfortable trying to counter me. Like not not too often, just the people who don't have a lot of resources. It's kind of just screwing people below me, I guess, but <laughs> <laughs> they had it coming. <laughs> I I don't really know. It's it's just what's what relic level is your IG? Seven. Yeah. Well, I mean that there's not like a other other than outspeeding plow there's not like a good business reason right to right. to make your to make your ig way faster right or, or wave strike like relic nine if you're doing it for squads for some reason like i don't know what squad requires him at relic nine frankly like there just isn't a squad that he needs him <laughs> at nine but if you're doing it for that then wh whatever but for fleets it's just for speed period that that's yeah. it start and finish yeah <clears throat> well that's cool i uh yeah it's it's just um it's just an interesting interesting thing to like, we still don't have mods for fleets do you think we'll have them this year M mods for fleets yeah. no oh okay me either i don't think that at all <laughs> i i've wanted mods for fleets um i don't think we're getting them though it does sound nice um yeah, yeah. what do you think we are getting this year Man, I don't know. I've struggled with this because we need something. Like we absolutely need something. Um, because the yeah. top is done. Like the top, the top is like Aesop is full R eight. I think he said right. Every character is mm -hmm. R eight. Somebody in my my guild today was just saying that he just finished uh his full roster at R seven. Like there needs to be something. Um. Yeah, agreed. So, man, I don't know. I don't. It's not. I don't. It's not seven dot mods. I don't think it's seven dot mods. Like it has to be R ten. And actually, this raid is making relics so much easier. Um. So may maybe we do finally get R ten. Like it's not making the signal data easier. It's not making the bronzium wiring easier. But from R nine to R ten. Assuming it follows the same formula, there won't be any bronziums. So, I think I think it's probably our ten in February. In February, that's bold. That would that would, I don't know. I I just a lot of people scream no, and I just don't see how Relic Nine has just hurt them so much. I guess to me, uh, like like I, I don't see people get people like we don't. We don't need Relic Ten. Like Relic Nine is awful as it is, and I just don't see how it's hurt people. I guess that's that's the thing for me. Like, 
is it doing them a lot of good? Uh, probably not. Um, you know what? You know what it is, and I, I I can tell you already why people don't want R10. It is strictly because that means all the freaking fleet people need to go R10 first. And Plo, no joke, to make the counter work, you know some asshole is going to do IG88 first to R10, and everybody's going to have to R9 their Plo's. <laughs> Literally what we just talked about. Plo's going to have to go R9. <laughs> <laughs> and IG's going to have to go R10. Yeah, I mean... I, I could see that. I could see that as a, a reason to be frustrated with. Yeah, like I, I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily want want to have to deal with that. Um, so that's that is certainly uh, an element. Um, I, I think a lot of people don't really think about the ship meta that much, honestly. I, I think you know what I think, honestly. I, so I think you're right that especially in the circles that we run in like that. That's why that's the main form of opposition. I mean, that's the reason I wouldn't want yeah, like. I have Relic Eight on Sith Assassin. Why? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I, I hate, I hate that. That that that's just how it is. Like, no, just deal with it, Zareth. Okay, <laughs> very well. Um, but I I do think that there's a certain degree of people don't want to feel like they can't catch up. Kind right. of like people like the idea of getting to the end point and being done farming stuff even if they don't actually want to i mean it's that it's that thing like the the thing in the that'll bet it's older now anyways the dark knight or whatever where uh joker is telling the batman he's like what they'd ask like why do you do this why are you doing this and he's like i don't know like what does the dog think about what he's gonna do when he catches the car <laughs> right <laughs> like he just chases the car because it's there like he <laughs> That's and that's like kind of what this game is. Like, what what do you even do? You just quit the game? All right, I have everything. I guess I'm done. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, like, I mean, yeah. I I like the chase a little bit. Like there there is a very fun part of me that when you complete something, it's like immediate satisfaction. Um, mm -hmm. Sure. But yeah, I'm running into this problem with my alt where my alt was almost more fun than my main account because I was behind on stuff. And I literally, because they made Leia so easy to get, I also literally just finished Afra as well over this Christmas break. And now it's like, literally the only thing for me to chase is a uh, new bow. Yeah. And, you know, I still don't have the relics. Like it's, it's ob obviously that account is not, my main account but like i have i have everything now may not have the relics on everything and i may be out of so much signal data that uh and gear 12 gear that dark gideon is still gear 12 despite my best attempts but um i, I have everything okay <laughs> like, like that's that's kind of disappointing that i don't have to plan out any real chases anymore Oh, you're totally right. I mean, that's that's why that's why I love I love playing my alts a lot. Like my main is just all right. I'm just, I'll just farm that, I guess. You know, right. like when am I gonna whale on it? Eventually, maybe, probably. I who knows? I don't know if I'm gonna whale on it. Uh, like probably, and then I'll just have it. And then what's the use case? Well, just whatever the use case is prescribed. You know.
Like there's, <laughs> right. it's, it's kind of boring at the top in some ways. It's not all the way boring. If I wanted to spend a ton of time really planning and trying to get everything perfect, I could, I guess. I just, um, on my alt, it's fun. It's like, I have to make, you have to make real decisions. Do you get Afro before Sith Eternal? You know, like what, what's, what's the best use case for, like, should I be gearing up on my little account? I, I got Ray and Malakos unlocked, like basically the same day. Yep. And it's like, which, which one is going to be better for this account? I don't have Ben for, for the account, but at the same time, there's a Galactic Legend, as opposed to Malakos, who already do have a team ready for it. I don't know, like th those kind of decisions are what makes it really interesting to me. Yeah, no, I I completely agree. Um, but at the same time, it is very fun on my alt now having almost everything, <laughs> except for new bow. And only nine hundred people have new bow, so my my alt is not alone on that one. Right. Well, yeah, my my alt is like I guess I'll farm paths slowly. I don't I don't know. I don't I don't feel. Uh, my opinion will change probably in a couple days once I see her in action in GAC. Yeah, yeah, it, it'll be a lot more interesting to me. Cause that then then it's like, oh, okay, all right, that would be a nice tool to have. I mean, but but, but I mean, you got by pretty well without Afra on your alt. I did. Yeah, you know, even though you were probably at most times you're like, you know, that would be kind of nice to have Afra you know, to, to help with certain things. Like, she's handy, certainly. She is. Every every damn day, I open up the board, and I'm like, what's my Zori counter? And it's like, I don't have Afra. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I, I just put the Omicron on Rose. Actually, I put two Omicrons down. One of them you might be interested in. Actually, maybe both, because the Rose Omicron in some ways is kind of, uh, like, I just, you know, I, I feel like that's that's like the the pinnacle like once you get to that point the pinnacle at least for that team like you're you kind of maxed out but um yeah I, I just put that on so i'm interested to see i put a lot of speed on resistance hero finn i think maybe this is the season of zori i don't know probably I, not hey and she resets her cooldowns if you use um that cron a scoundrel cron yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. That's true. And and actually, that team gets so many buffs and they get so many turns that they they in fact do ramp very nicely with um yeah with like that. That's one of the few teams that I'm like, yeah, they get a lot of turns. They cycle through a lot, like with the buffs, so they can just naturally, even on defense, do really well with the five percent uh, offense increase. Yeah, I. I... I get holds without the Rose Omicron more than I should. Because I put Zori front bottom. And so everybody sees an R5 Rose and they're like, ah, sucker. And <laughs> I I legitimately probably got last 5v5, like six holds with that Zori team in nine matches. Like that's wow. that's that's a lot. Um because people people are like, Rose, she sucks. Wah, ah. And then they find out she's tailor made for Zori. Like literally, the two are made for each other. Yeah, Ro I always I always chuckle a little bit when I don't I see people. I'm like, well, I know you have Rose, at least a five star or relic five. Uh but yeah, people don't people don't want to farm Rose for some reason. Yeah. Um, or they, they don't want to they don't want to work on her, and she she is just 
she she's part of the best version of the fi- of the Zori team for sure. There's no oh, absolutely yeah. no question in my mind. Yep. Um, yeah she she is really good. The other Omicron that I applied recently, um, uh, is maybe you over saw maybe you saw overheard I, it in the chat, I, but I did. Yeah, but I'll, I'll say it for the for the sake of everyone else listening um it is kellerin beck's omicron nice i'm i'm interested to see how that plays out though i'm kind of frustrated isn't the word yeah i'm actually frustrated is because i don't have enough omicrons there's not a single gac omicron i want right now you know there's there's a couple out there that i'm like ah yeah i could have fun with that but like nothing that's screaming at me say apply me sure. right now um but there's so many tw omicrons that are out there right now it's a this summer there were barely any new tw omicrons it was asking for something and right now there's just so many tw omicrons out there like the uh ig12 keller and beck um i i've already applied to to the new gideon like i'm running running out of omicrons yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't have any Omicrons. Actually, I'm just out. I'm just perpetually out because yeah. I have been. I had added one to the new Gideon as well. Um, oh, did you the lead? Yeah, it's, it's the yeah. lead. I don't know if that's the best one. I was when I was looking at it, I was like, yeah, I think the lead is probably looks like the best one. I don't know. I, it's definitely the best. It, it's the needed, like you need it, like. It it may not be the best in terms of the stuff it does, but it's the best in terms of apply me first. I'm needed. Mm, fair. I mean, New Gideon is going to change the board. Um. Interesting. He's an offense. He's an offense tune. That's the problem. Just think of. He's kind of like Tuscans, only stronger in that they destroy anybody that gains turn meter and find a team in this game that doesn't have a turn meter gain mechanic. Like they're they're few and far between, you know, Padme. Like um Yeah, there's not many. You're absolutely right. The, so, the whole game runs off of turn meter. Right. So people are going to put a team down that gains turn meter, and Gideon's just gonna look at it and say, Oh, that was a funny team. Nice. Yeah. Um, so countering, I know you probably have uh, like have specific things that you guys are going for um, that you probably don't want to share with your opponents. But um, are there GLs that are, you know, that that he's looking at? He's eyeing hungrily, kind of. Uh, I mean, everybody kind of knows he counters Jabba right now, but so does sure. mm-hmm. uh, so does Afra. So he's kind of not needed in that role like he does it but Afra does it better at the moment so so yes and no um but he will count without getting into it he will counter a team that has been on the board every single tw for the past year and a half like he's literally going to change the board it's fun I don't know, fun. Like I, I used, I'd use the F for something else. But um, <laughs> no, I, I, I'm glad he's fun. Like I, I'm glad that there's new, 
I would say, yeah, okay, so so Territory Wars obviously needs to be re, you know, it, it needs an update. Absolutely. 100%. I mean, I want it more. I bet I bet I want an update more than you do to Territory Wars, actually, because <laughs> okay. it's something I would like to participate in more. It's just so, it, there's just some block to, to it that, I mean, we've gone over it a lot. We don't need to go over it right now, but I just, I want that. I guess the one thing about Territory Wars that has kept it a little more fresh is the addition of Omicrons, because that shifts the meta. And Datacrons can as well, but I feel like, to me, Omicrons also, like, they, they actually create new squads. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. absolutely. Um, like, Trench has been a mainstay on defense, Grievous with Droidica has been a mainstay on most defenses. Um, the at Star Killer in TW, thanks to Juhani, has been a mainstay on defense. Like all these teams are just, they're there because of Omicrons. So I, I mean, I completely agree with you. Yeah, I, I mean, I wish more of them were like Juhani in a way that they just transform. They're transformative. I mean, they they make Star Killer usable. You know, it's right. it's a, it's wonderful. It's cool to see that that. So um, yeah, the new Gideon. I'll I'll see what's up. Maybe I'll say, but maybe I'll play another one. We'll see. Um, are are you allowed to say like what the comp is? Like, are you using Dark Trooper? I guess is the start and finish of that. Um, you know, I mean, I'm, me. I'm well. Uh, I'm allowed to say because it depends on what team it's countering so nice um every imperial remnant can be can be used by by gideon um and the funny part is if you're not going against a naturally fast team you don't even need og gideon baby gideon as i've been calling him baby Um, good nice yeah, because Scout Trooper is naturally fast. So uh, if you're going up against a team with a, a starting speed slower than Scout Trooper, which in our, I mean, in our guild, our, obviously everything is well modded, so our Scouts are fast. Um, you just don't need, you don't need Baby Gideon. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty interesting, actually. That's It's surprising a little bit. It's, it's kind of sad in a way. Right. And I'm not saying that that without Baby Git is the best team, to be clear. Just that for depending on what you're countering, it's not necessarily needed. Hmm. That's fair. That's cool. So what would you say the second Omicron to apply for Gideon's team, uh, for that, that team? Oh, it's uh, so it's hard to say. And I've had this debate with many people. I think the special looks much, much better than the unique. With the current Kron, I think a lot of people are applying the unique first because you don't need extra offense right now. Uh, so you don't need the increased true damage, etc. from the special. Um, so uh, I still think the special looks much more fun, but right now the unique is doing good work. Okay, that's fair. Um, so... Uh... Is it fair to say you'll, you're going to be working toward getting all three? Uh, uh possibly. Okay. Possible. I mean, it's really going to come down to 
after this cron expires, so in a month, uh, is it still countering what it's countering now? Because if it is, then the special isn't needed. You know, it's kind of like Starkiller, where the the tire throw is useful at times, but it's not nece- it's not necessary. No, it, it really isn't. The uh, it's nice. It is like a sticking no. I mean, it, it's basically he lets him pretend like he's been solo for a little bit. It's like, <laughs> hey, don't know, right. you don't get cool stuff for a while. Um, but yeah, like you don't absolutely need it, and it's it's weaker than Ben's. Um, <clears throat> no, it's that's cool. I'm I'm interested. I'm I'm glad to hear that Gideon is actually going to be kind of impactful. Um, they've done a good job of keeping those conquest characters pretty pretty impactful. Uh, and. But then also, in a way, a little bit niche so that people don't feel like they just have to hurry up and get it, necessarily. Yeah. Like, like they don't have to hurt themselves to get it or something. Right. Yeah, no, Gideon... So Gideon is a very fun tool that is going to change the board. But I don't think he's super OP. You know, like he's going to have his home on offense. I think every TW for the next six months to a year, he's going to have something that he can confidently uh, counter. But he is not going to be anything that anyone's like, oh, we got a game plan against Gideon. That's nice. I, I yeah. like that. Um, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward. I, don't, I keep thinking, okay, I... I keep thinking if if they do revamp Territory Wars to the state that I want to play it more, like it looks more interesting. The thing that I keep thinking, I, I keep like, like, what what am I gonna do when I have like no investment in the Omicrons? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like you, you can't can't make good content, you can't make good discussion about it. So I've, I've been trying to recalibrate my angle on what which Omicrons are more important because I think eventually. The territory ones are going to be more and more important. Yeah, I agree with. I, I mean, I completely agree with that. Um, if we get a rework of TW this year, I think we are going to see a lot of panic, panic omicroning on TW teams. What's going to be really interesting is: do they expand how many teams are used, or? Do we just get like a completely new guild PvP game mode type of situation? Because one of the nice things about TW right now is you really only need like 10 characters Omicron at any one time. You know, like I have a bunch of TW Omicrons that don't get used anymore because I've been applying them for over two years. Um but sure. as of right now, it's like most of the GL teams other than Java don't care about Omicrons. Um, and there's eight GLs on the board, and that's half the board right now. So you really only need Omicrons for eight other teams. Uh, so I'm curious to see when they rework it. Are we getting more teams or is it just like the system different? Yeah, I mean, Oh, they have to kind of they can't change the interactions really otherwise they'll have to just completely re like redo all of the omicrons for territory wars like they can't they can't really 
you can't really shift too wildly, I guess. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just hope that it's more individual based, I guess, like more, you know, uh, I just, I would like it to be more like, Hey, well, your guild got stuck. Like your guild sucks at territory wars, but you want to participate. Damn it. So like, I hope that they give some kind of personal track kind of, you know, how the raid gives you yeah. like, I, and I don't, I don't really love how low level the, the personal track in the raid is, but it would be kind of nice if it was like, Hey, you're doing well in territory wars, at least, you know, like you can, you can still participate <laughs> and play and do right. well and you're rewarded for your contribution if you want if you want a better if you want better rewards your guild still needs to win more often cuz you'll still get those rewards but maybe you're not penalized as much for being in a guild that just doesn't want to do territory wars and that I don't know to me that would that would be nice <clears throat> yeah no it, it would be and it, it man that would really change up so some of these guilds are still streaming like four of the eight ground battles just imagine that if there was like a, a per, like people had personalized tracks, it would also suck to have a personalized track when you go up against the guild like Ma One and it's like, uh, why did I get the Aesop track? <laughs> right, that's true. <laughs> it's like, uh, guys, <laughs> don't expect a win from me. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean that. There's, there's also that. I, I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do. They, the thing I was thinking about recently, the like the before we did our, uh, you know, the the roundtable, and I didn't really talk about it much there, but a little bit. I just, I think it's sometimes we sit down and we say, oh man, okay, so how would we revamp territory wars? How would we revamp GAC? And. Uh, it's just an interesting thought to think, well, okay, so we're playing the game a lot. We have good ideas about the game, but a lot of times we're thinking about the game as it currently stands. Um, right. CG has to think about how it's, it needs to be moving forward. Like we can complain about this makes me feel bad, but usually we don't get to the stage of here, let's problem solve. Cause if we problem solve CG inevitably is just going to ignore it and do their own thing anyways. So the, there's not like much incentive, but the thing I keep thinking of is uh, like, just because we can't think of a way to fix GAC doesn't mean that there isn't a good solution. And it, it also doesn't mean that CG can't find it. Like they, I honestly do think that this new rage system is way more engaging and interesting than the old one. I, I, have, oh, I think yeah. it's, I think it's miles ahead of what it was previously. And I had never thought for a second about it being possibly this good. I didn't think it was possible and they did. And I'm impressed, frankly. Not not yeah. that I love, love, love the raid, but it is miles ahead of what it used to be. <clears throat> no, I, I completely agree. Um, and my God, the rewards. Like, yes, I don't have the random, like, stupid piece that everyone's like, oh, I have 200 of those. Right. Um, but what I do have, so we just, we actually just max boxed uh, today. Um Oh, I saw that. That's awesome. Yeah. Congrats on that. That's that's huge. And so now we are getting something like 10 R8s over our investment. Over the, it's like the average investment for the guild. You know, some people had more, some people had less, but like so the magic. number <laughs> Yeah. The number of the increased rewards are like 10 R8s over between now and 
August that we will get in addition to what we would have gotten with the last box. Um, and when you think about it, like that's 10 R8s in eight months is huge. Like that's a, that is a huge difference. Um, so I love it, man. I, I think the new raid rewards, I do agree with you. I wish the personal track had a reward, even if you put it for like the max box, right? Um, you know, it feels kind of silly. Like we hit, we hit the, um, the max box and there were people that were still hitting and it's kind of like, why the personal reward track isn't doing anything like that. They were hitting essentially just so they didn't look like the jerk in the guild that was at 6 million while everyone else was at 17. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah. mm -hmm. because the personal reward track is nothing. Um, yeah, it's nothing. It's <laughs> yeah. It's bragging rights. One time take a screenshot, call it good. Right. Um, yeah, I do wish I do wish that they they did something about the that personal rewards track. But the the guild boxes are and the store don't have a bad thing to say. Yeah, which is awesome, man. I mean, I, yeah, I think that I also just like that we aren't competing with each other for prizes as well in the raid. Right. Like I always just hated that uh, you know, there there'd be those times where you see someone who's about to be top three, you want top three prizes in the Sith raid for sure. Um, and, yeah. you know, back when it mattered a lot more and it's like, Oh, look at you. You're overachieving. Sorry. I need, I need the gear more. Uh, so I'm just going to go and do a little more damage and outdo this person and kick them out of the top three. And it's my guild. I don't want to hurt my guild, but you know, right. I, yeah. I just, I, w I do wish that they could do more on the personal reward track, but I do, I do just like the, we can root for our guild members now. Oh my gosh, that was you got a great score. Not you son of a gun. <laughs> like, how dare you get that good of a score? That screwed me out of top ten. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, it, it is much better on that front. Um, because I was one of the people that when it was important was actually going for that top three spot and everyone else be damned. Mm -hmm. absolutely <laughs> but but it's it's nice now that you're you're not competing you're competing against cg essentially because it's a question of are you going to get to the box um yeah so yeah no i agree well good man yeah i'm i'm uh i'm enjoying well, I don't know if enjoying is quite the right word, but I do I do like it. And I, I guess my, my main point from all of this uh rambling about it is it gives me a little hope, honestly, <laughs> for for what they're able to imagine and rework for territory wars and you know potentially GAC as well. Yeah. Yeah, I I am very hopeful for the TW rework when it eventually happens. Um because it it man it hasn't changed in like what five years it's been out for five years six years came out after tv so probably five yeah. years um it hasn't changed in like five years except for that small experiment period where they just overcompensated way too much um, yeah 
Well, they they were promising a three v three. They were like, "Yep, next is three v 3 and then last minute they pulled it. I think people were just pissed off at the idea. Yeah, I I do not encourage three v three. I like I I kind of like three v three in GAC in TW. It would be a nightmare. Um. Yeah, GAC, I'm I'm fine with it. It's good. It's good to refocus on certain things. Like I think it does help in some ways. Um, you know, it keeps things a little more fresh, etc. But right. I I think that it it just doesn't go. It doesn't do as well in um. In in territory wars, I think the the way it tra- it would translate would would be fairly miserable. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty interested to see where they go with it though. Uh and hopefully hopefully we get some stuff. I guess I guess well the interesting thing might be maybe they maybe we will get a good uh maybe we'll get a good situation, I guess, for 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 everything. Uh just because it, in the sense that we're um uh let's see. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm kind of scattered here. Um, the idea is, last time they gave us a big update was that I think, anyways, they gave us droid brains. That was when Relic Nine came out, right? Well, uh, it was. It was no, that was shortly after Relic Nine came out because the T it got added to TW in August. Um, droid brains came with C Pit. Which came in December. Hmm. Droid brains were were the pit. Yeah. Right. I thought that was the uh, uh like the the relic eight stuff. Uh. I think droid yeah droid brains were exclusive to territory wars for a long time. I remember thinking like. Just being kind of pissed because you actually have to win territory wars if you want to get droid brains. Oh, C Pit was relic eight. What? Because I feel like I don't remember now. Um, so that funny how that works. I I don't either. <laughs> they all they all kind of blend together. Um, oh, they they totally do. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't. Oh, C Pit was the arrow magnifiers. Yeah, yep, exactly. Which, which, by the way, I'm almost out of, and I'm very disappointed on. Uh, thanks to, yep. thanks to the the raid. <clears throat> God, all the raid R8s I've added, <laughs> arrow magnifiers flew out the door real fast. Well, it seems like you have a lot when you have like six hundred of them, but the reality is, I mean, it, it's not it's not like you have a tiny amount there or whatever. It's just. Yeah, they they do run out pretty quick, pretty easily there. It's yeah. not um yeah, my main account also just ran out a, a while ago actually. I've I've been having to that's that's the big thing like you it the new raid rewards seem frankly just like too good to be tr- possible. Like they just seem way too good when you don't factor in that you have to buy arrow magnifiers sometimes. Yeah. Right. The arrow magnifiers are like, oh, 
yeah that's that's a thousand for five of them jeez <laughs> that's like a whole raid gets me one arrow magnifier <laughs> right uh and oh well um what is this arrow magnifier we speak of it's missing on my roster that's that's what it is um need more of them <laughs> yeah but thanks to new raid rewards they're really easy to get <laughs> well I, yeah i mean your guild is getting the top crate i'm hoping the husky patrol gets to the the second top crate whatever that one is the 666 yeah 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 uh, we, we were pretty close to it last time hopefully hopefully people it's funny because my alt guild has been there for a long time. They're debating whether they should go for max crate or not. Yeah, I've been taunting them uh, today. <laughs> oh, it's fair. I should probably look and see what the. What, I should probably. I, I bet I need to do the raid on that account too. Kind of think of it. But, um, yeah, I, I haven't made a huge. The thing about all of this, like I haven't. I'm not. The Husky Patrol isn't making like a concerted push to go there. And so it's like, well, I guess I should put some characters up to relegate and really try to push my own personal score. But it's tough to do. Like once once you start, you, you can make the one the choices that make sense first. And that, those feel good. It's like, all right, Drogon, obviously, relic eight, right. at, le at least, you know. Um, Iden, that makes sense on so many different levels. Of course, I'm gonna work on Iden. Uh, like relegate on Akbar. I don't know if that's yeah. worth it long term. Like that that seems if I'm not getting any more rewards because my guild isn't going for the next crate, I don't know if I can really in good conscience do that to my roster. Right. Yeah, no. I I agree. Like Akbar is a superstar in this raid. Uh so is Chirpa. Chirpa's actually I think Chirpa's probably better. Um but putting R8 on them did was not easy. <laughs> and if I wasn't getting increased rewards, there's not a chance in hell um, I would do it. But with right. the increased rewards, you know, it, it made it easy mentally to do because it's like, oh, this one R8 is going to turn into 10 R8s. Okay, like I'll do that. Um, but... Yeah, it's interesting. Like my my alt account is, you know, I'm in I'm in a fantastic guild, but we're not they're not pushing for max box. Um and I'm getting like twelve I got twelve point two million today in the raid on my alt account. And part of me, like there's a little piece in me that's like, huh, if I just give relics to this person and that person i can break 13 million and i'm like but why why am i gonna do this twice like it's not gonna mean an increase to anything but i'm still i'm still like huh i can do this right right but why <laughs> Why would you why would you hurt yourself oh because canada fets in in chat right now and he really wants us to um well so what's your alt skill gonna get what, what crater they on. We're at the fours, whatever. And is that what they're gonna stay at? Like no, no aspirations for higher necessarily. Um, I think across the guild, no. I 
from like the comments I've seen, I would bet probably twenty to twenty five people would be really happy in the the six 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 box. But it's a guild. It's a guild effort, and like there's people <laughs> in that guild that don't have any everything. So how do you tell somebody? All right, we need you to R8 your Akbar tomorrow when they haven't completed Java yet. Right. They yeah, they, they still haven't. They're like, I was just gonna throw R8 on like Supreme Leader Kylo. Oh right. <laughs> I, I don't know what to say. Like Akbar, <laughs> please. Right. <laughs> stop stop talking about it, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's a tough thing. It's a tough sell. I, I I don't know what to do with that. So um the the raid i don't know it's also an interesting perspective cuz some guilds are like really happy with the lower box and you're like man i would be so furious if i was in a guild that got that box that right. got that crate yeah um, the thing the thing about the raid is it does if you if you want the higher boxes not you know the four sub whatever box um you, mm -hmm. you don't really need to mod swap, except for, like, if you're doing a Leia, a Leia Solar or something. Um, but to get the 666 box, you need to start mod swapping. Like, that's... And it's not difficult remodding, like, at all. I think I sat down and did all my raid remod, like, at, like legitimately modded the characters. I think it took me an hour one day. And I will use the same mods for the next eight months. So like it's not a huge time investment, but a lot of people don't like to have to remod because you, you kind of have to remod every team to do it, you know? Um, right. And a lot of people don't like having to do that. And I, I don't blame them. CG also doesn't give the tools. Like for me, it's easy. I use Hot Utils. I have eight different mod loadouts saved. Uh, on my alt, I have five different mod outs loadout saved and i click you know apply in game and then i go back in the game but people that don't have hot utils it's a it's a pain in the ass um you know so like i i completely understand people not wanting to push higher than that like the the four or something box is relatively easy to get for anyone that has leia um and just remodding Leia isn't that bad. You know, she's one character. At most, you have to apply mods back to six characters. Um, so I, I get it both ways. I, and I kind of... I would be okay if the alt guild... I would actually really like if the alt guild pushed for the 666 box, but you will never hear a complaint from me if they say, no, no, we want we want to focus on doing well elsewhere right well yeah I, I don't think it's practical for every guild to go for it to be clear um but it's uh it, it's also how do you decide what which you know what your guild should go for so it's, it's a tricky right. process i yeah. guess just just have you hot utils tell you how close you are <laughs> oh we're not that close all right we'll just stick to what we're doing right right <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, uh, oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, why don't we swing back to 5v5, since I know you put out two videos today, your typical do these things in 5v5. Um, yeah. 
anything anything interesting that we should send people to your your videos for any any fun comps uh I, so i think i think the thing that like I, I was starting to have some success with last season and i think i'm gonna keep working on it is um making your malgus team like kind of good but then uh you know we're, i like putting treya on defense but if you can put savage lead with treya down it's actually i think a little bit stronger but then what i what i was doing at the end uh for defense was i was putting darth revan with that comp uh, with, so it's like Savage lead with Treya, Nihilist, uh, whatever name is, Talon, and then Darth Revan. And so you, yeah. you put one in the front zone, you put the Malgus team in the front zone, and people can't really counter it. Even without Darth Revan there, they can't really counter it without using something pretty strong. Or, you know, like what people someone did was they used General Skywalker and dropped 10 banners on me. Right. Which I like, that. that's also a win. In, in my book, you know, like maybe you're happy you, you just dropped 10, but like that's a lot of banners. That, that's a whole lot. And then you get to the back and the Treya team really messes with people a whole lot. So I don't know. If it's Savage lead, that's that's one of them that I've we'll, we'll see. We'll see if that continues. But um, yeah, I, I think that and the interaction with Keller and Beck, even at three stars, I, I'm very interested to see how that goes. Like with my with my middle account, there's no way. I, like he's I'm zero of thirty with Keller and Beck, but I need <laughs> and no Zetas actually. I need I need Zetas, but he is gear eleven and he's he is gonna get he's gonna go in swinging this season with with nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, what are you doing with Keller and Beck this season, if anything? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Uh... <laughs> no, like you're not even like. What are you doing with Qui Gon? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, he he may not get used. I haven't I haven't set my board yet. I'm going to set a couple of annoying quote unquote super teams. You know, teams that one team that consumes two. Um, sure. But I don't. I haven't decided on Qui Gon yet. Like I understand Kelrin Beckett. Three star gear eleven can work. Um, probably, pro yeah, probably. Uh, but I probably am not going to use him this this week. We'll see. Um, it's yeah. Fair. I don't know. I was. I was. I was looking at it. Man, we have so many teams. We legitimately have so many teams right now. <laughs> um, so I guess we'll see uh, where it all comes out. I, I feel like there's going to be four or five super teams on everyone's boards. Everyone that we face is going to have like four or five mixed teams. Yeah, I mean, I I think that there's there's a decent chance that something like that happens. That we all just have to, everyone's gonna just smash their teams together. Like Inquisition are great. I, I love Inquisitors and all of that. Uh, but at the same time, do we really? How how much do we really need them? Truly, uh, like I, I'm relying on them to beat um, JMK because you know. You know a crap ton of people are going to set JMK with the Scoundrel, no Revive Cron. 
Mm -hmm. And I fully encourage people not to do that because, God, that Kron does not help that team at all. <laughs> like, at all. Not not on defense. On offense, it makes a lot of sense. On defense, you, you forget what it's like to face a vanilla team until you face JMK with a scoundrel Kron because there's no defense, no health, no protection, no crit avoidance. It's just like a basic vanilla team. And they die so fast. <laughs> they die so very fast. Um, but so I, I am counting on Inquisitors to kill the JMKs that you know you're going to see left and right this season. Yeah, I, I'll be interested to see how how impactful that is because you're right. If if you can't... If, if it's not a threat to kill to one-shot your Reva, then... Then you're right. Like if if Cat does somehow get loose, if she gets out of the bag, so to speak, yeah, then she's able to, uh, you know, if she can one shot Yuriva, then I think things can go a little bit sideways there. But um, well, that so I won, I won last five v five without Grand Inquisitor twice, because Cat got loose uh, when JMK ulted, and Cat got off the big hit and actually took out. Grand Inquisitor and Deathmark is real. <laughs> and um I, I still ended up winning both times I lost Grand Inquisitor with and it's because they have they're gonna have no defense this season and Deathmark at the same time. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's uh it'll be it'll be interesting to see. It, in my opinion, I don't think it's it doesn't seem like as as like hundred percent win rate like it sounds like you're kind of thinking um we'll see we'll see how it goes but you're right that they're they will be way less way less bulky from the crons and uh, i mean that does favor inquisitors it does and so and part of the reason i know this is gonna work is because um every guild we've faced in the past two weeks has placed jmk on defense in tw <laughs> and so i've used inquisitors to kill um yeah the Jedi Master Kenobi and TW four times already and one of the times the team put gas on the team the gas was the fifth and it didn't matter like we just chewed through every single one nice yeah um yeah uh yeah. Speaking speaking of super teams, one team I think anyone everyone should be prepared for is Gas with Rex on the team. <laughs> Figure out your counter to that. I I have a strong feeling we're going to see that a lot. Um, with Captain Rex. Yeah, yeah. Nice. It's, it's the new hot defense team in TW. I've and seen it in TW. Yeah. Yeah, and it's good. I mean, it's it's good. Like, you basically need a GL, a mirror, which is disgusting, and potentially Star Killer to kill it. Which um, is sad because he just revitalized Phoenix. He did, but we're in the age of the super team right now. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I I mean, you put gas with. Crex right down front, front bottom, and say, huh, 
which jail are going to use before you get into the back. So it shuts down CLS pretty hard then. Oh, it, yeah. It stops them cold. Interesting. Um, I, well, am I guess there's no there's no assists from the Chewies, I guess, because they're dazed right away. Right. Hmm. Um, I am curious to see how Inquisitors do for it in Grand Arena. In TW, you end up losing. Or can lose. You can win, you can lose. Um, so uh, I'm curious to see how Inquisitors would do in Grand Arena. I'm not going to be the one that tries it, though. <laughs> You'll have some <laughs> other brave individual. Yeah. Yep. Pioneer that for you. I will look at the stats afterwards. <laughs> it's fair. Yeah. Yeah, that General Skywalker with Krex does sound actually pretty interesting. I, I don't know. It's, it's sad. I feel like for the most part, most most players are going to be better suited, uh, better served to just have their General Skywalker team on one side and have their Phoenix squad on the other side because that not a you know the majority of players don't have everything. I think in Kyber One, uh, that that sort of thing is is going to be pretty good though. Sure, and the one thing it's gonna that's going to be interesting with it is it's going to open up placing Inquisitors on defense again because if your opponent places Krex. How are they beating your Inquisitors? Right. Well, that I mean, that's that's the thing is Phoenix are killing Inquisitors. At a, I mean, the Inquisitors are not going to be feeling great about life right now. Like this season, they, I feel like either Inquisitors need to be on offense or they need to be on defense with like Lord Vader or other targeted teams like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like that. Just, just straight up inquisitors are just gonna get destroyed by relic, like the armies of relic three phoenix that everyone <laughs> that we have now that now that everyone bought the ten dollar pack. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> just you got to remember, you don't use Kanan, you use L three or another taunting tank. So uh, you're in, saying it, against inquisition, inquisition? Yeah, in GAC, you you use a taunting tank to absorb the torture. If you don't, if you don't, you can lose because Rex gets tortured. I see. I've, I tried that one time and ran, but the, it just bounced off of Rex and then I was done. I tried, I tried using Inquisition against him once and that didn't kill Rex and then I lost. <laughs> life, life is difficult, but, but yeah. Um, put, Putting another, putting a taunting tank down sounds, sounds fine though. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm just. This this season is going to be really interesting. It's also going to be very difficult to get a lot of holds because, like you said, there's a lot of teams available. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I honestly think this is going to be the season. I mean, not in the well in the top twenty. There's going to be no GLs because half the teams don't have GLs. Um, but I think this is going to be the season that we're going to see. Half of the people set like six GLs and half the people keep six GLs on offense. And it's just going to be efficiency on both sides. Unless the two, unless the two heavy defenses set, uh, meet each other because there's so many, there's just so many counters. Like you're going to set, if your opponent has the boost and you know, your opponent's going to save Java for offense, like, are you going to 
Are you going to set Wenya? Right. I mean, it's it's an interesting thought because it depends on what you think they're going to be countering other stuff with. I mean, if, if you if you're placing Leia, uh, like if you're placing Leia in the back, then your opponent maybe they'll save Jabba. Maybe they won't. It just depends on what their what their intentions are. What their um, you know, how how all those interactions are going to go. Because uh, like Leia, it still takes away one of their GLs. Right. Sure. So to me, uh, like it's it's not necessarily I mean, yeah, Jabba solves solves her, so it's it's not as big of a deal, but uh like other than Jabba autoing it, if they don't have that, which I, I mean I think a lot of times people are people just say, Oh, there's no Leia here. I'm just gonna use whatever I want to use in the front zone. If you can create a, a zone that makes them want to use Jabba, they're like, Man, I don't have something, for instance, just uh just say like if they if you don't want to Normally, you'd want to save like Jabba to kill a GL, but if you're like, man, I don't see anything here I want to kill other than like this Malgus team, this Malgus team I don't have a good good counter for. So, I mean, Jabba's perfect for that. That feels good, you know. <laughs> I mean, you could kill more than that, I guess. I just, I'm just saying, if they, if you can trick someone into spending their Jabba early, then Leia still is a decent team on on defense. Yeah, I I don't think. Um... I don't think that Leia is bad on defense at all. But, like, in the top 100, people are keeping their Leia counters for the back. Right? Um, but if you, if you, you personally run into, let's just say, Malgus, Ray, Lord Vader, plus one, plus gas with Rex, um, are you going to use Jabba on that front zone? Uh, I mean, probably not. It depends on what I brought for offense. I mean, I'm probably the wrong person to ask because I'll <laughs> I'll still want to. I'll be, I'll be keeping. I'll be placing a lot of deals on defense regardless. Um, but you know, like the the Ray team, I, I used Jabba against Ray a couple times last season. It, it didn't go like yeah. super duper well, but it, it works. It can work at least. Um, yeah, it it just depends on what what you think you can get away with, I guess. Yeah. So we'll we'll see. You're right though. I mean at the end of the day, is it such a terrible trade to trade at Jabba for Leia? I, I'm not sure what if that's too bad, frankly. Uh I mean it depends on the rest of your offense. Um like right now, I I and yeah, I do feel like that that's a bad trade. I do. I kind of I kind of I want to have a defense where they're going to open up the back, not find Leia and not be happy with the options for Jabba back there. Like Lord Vader in the back. Sure, it's going to be killed by something else, but they're going to they're going to use GLs on the front zone, open up the back and be like, "All right, here's a Lord Vader, here's something else that's going to piss off Jabba and then like an Iden team. And I'll feel really good looking at my, uh, my GAC history and be like, Oh look, they used their Jabba on Iden. <laughs> sure. Sure. Uh, I mean, that that's fine. If, if you want to, if you want to get eaten by, you know, have, have a squad like that get eaten by Jabba. Yeah. I mean, there's a certain appeal to that for sure. I just wonder 
you know, you get to the back zone and I mean, my back zone is usually two or three GLs. And, you know, if Leia's right. back there with Kenobi or something, I don't know, maybe someone just, just deletes it with, with Inquisition and Jabba. Who, who knows? But um, I also think there's a certain degree of, if you make the front zone tough enough, people, and a lot of people are just going to think he didn't place Leia. At least on the first week when they can't research it, like they're, they're just going to assume that Leia's on offense because Jabba eats her. Yeah, fair. Fair. I, I just I I fully expect that we see a lot of super heavy offenses this week. We really and, might. I, I mean, and that's the thing. I, I don't want to be get stuck with like six GLs on offense. That's that seems kind of boring to me. I don't I like apologize to stream one day because I, I used four GLs to clear a zone. You know, like I was like, well, that was boring. Like we just used four Galactic Legends to clear. You know, like I I used one one off meta team to clear one off you know non GL team, and then the other ones I was just like, oh, I guess we'll just use four GLs here. That's uh, yeah, it's not what I want to do necessarily. Not that's not my idea of of an interesting GAC. I'd rather the, like where's the tension? I'd rather I'd rather have some weird off meta stuff. So you know, yeah, I just I just fully expect. We see a lot of Jabba and Leia on offense, like a lot. Um, I know a lot of guilds are using Leia as their rake counter because so many guilds are and people are placing Ray Ufus, and so I know a lot of people that are just saying screw it, Leia's countering Ray, um, and then Jabba's countering their Leia, and you know Max bannering both teams essentially. And what people do in TW crosses over into GAC because a lot of people don't want to think about it too much. <laughs> oh, it absolutely does. Uh, you know, and you've in territory wars, a lot of times you kind of find the, the most optimized team to be able to do it. So, you know, and, and a lot of good territory war guilds will have good instructions. And like, first you do this, then do this. So you kind of get taught how to play the team as well. So, right. I, yeah, I don't, I don't have an issue with people keeping Leia to kill Ray. Like Ray Ray's a big problem, to be honest, this season. Ray Ray is. It's gonna be so nice in one month from now when Ray loses the Ufu Krons. <laughs> I really I really hope. And I don't actually hope this, but a, the like little troll part of me in the back of my head really hopes that the next set is defense only. Like, like it's... Or dark side, dark side only. Sorry. Um uh the the just just to see the chaos. Just just to see the chaos that would pers uh, you know ensue with all these light side teams that have been impossible to kill and then they're just gone. Well the funny thing about the Ray team is it is a dark side cron that they've been using. Well that, this whole time. that is, yeah. But <clears throat> but you know what I mean. Like it's right. you know. Just, just see like literally everything. Just be like, no, sorry, we're good. <laughs> it's all dark side boys. Well, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I mean, and they're probably gonna have the an imperial remnant, Kron. Um, I'm curious to see if they do a Mandalorians one for Bo, or if they're gonna wait a little bit for like the the next release or something. The re-release. Uh, let's see. We're getting this in a month. That's a 
Bo will be six weeks. I would bet they wait. They really might. Yeah. I I mean, I just don't see like 900 people got them. Like, because part of these datacrons are to drive money for them too because people want to get the datacron. Like, only 900 people would be chasing that level nine. Yeah, well, and not even those because there's a lot of people who are like, yeah, I'll collect bow. I'm just, there's no way in hell I'm actually going to buy the datacron for it. Like, I don't want to play with datacrons. Right. Right. More than half of the bows were from non-top 100 guilds. Right. Yeah. So, and, and yeah, that's the Wild West out there. You know, like yeah. people people might be super engaged with Datacrons and they might just say, uh, yeah, I don't I don't do Datacrons or mods. Right. You know? <laughs> All right. That, that's cool. Enjoy the trying like trying to unlock some of these characters without mods. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, the uh, the bow. The moment seems like it should wait, but or maybe they'll make it so that it's really good, and then they'll release her event earlier than anticipated. Oh man, you want to see people scream and shout? It's release a legendary early, <laughs> or the second time, not right. not actually releasing. Release it a second time early. Ooh. The first time, the first time I spent. A single penny on my alt was when gas came back like three weeks earlier than everyone expected. And so I had to spend $10 on my alt to get gas because I wasn't going to miss him. Like I did the math and for the arena climb, like I wasn't going to miss him again. Because I, right. I, I think I was like 50 shards off from getting him or something like that. Um hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh th that's a tricky it's a tricky situation uh in general the uh, I mean but Malik Malik came out kind of early, didn't he? The second time I think his re-release was like a couple <sighs> months away. It's, it's so vague and it's tough to remember these things. But Yeah, I don't I don't remember unfortunately. Uh, especially because I got him first time. So I, you know, I remember gas because my alt was chasing him. And I think my, my alt got Malik first time too, I think. God, that's so long ago. I don't remember now. But I feel like I did. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. I, I feel like Malak was well Malak was released right after like right on the heels of Darth Revan, wasn't he? Uh yes. He was like two weeks after Darth Revan or something like that. Something like yeah, people people got really really frustrated with that. Which I, I mean I can understand. Yeah. <laughs> Do fiend with shame sub. No. <laughs> <laughs> um Thanks, Do Fiend. Yeah, I don't know. Um, well, all right, so let me. Oh, go ahead. I I want to know what's going to happen this year because we have, we have nothing. It's a blank slate right now. They've promised us nothing. There's no game mode that's going to be coming out. Like we vaguely know they they've talked about a zero, but they, we vaguely know that we're going to get another raid at some point. 
at some point. Who, who knows? Yeah. Some point this year, uh, we'll get Bane, and that's it. That's what we know. We don't know a single thing other than that. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna get a new raid in August or September. We're gonna get a GL around that time and a a new cap ship. I think um, we are. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if it was trench. It no. should be light side, but trench wouldn't surprise me. Um, I've had a lot of people confidently tell me no, it has to be light side, and CG says hold my beer a whole lot. They they just do what they want. I, I, <laughs> maybe it'll yeah. be light side, but I don't I don't think they're gonna adhere to that necessarily. If if they whatever they think's gonna make them money, trench might be the next right. big thing. Easily. Right. Um yeah. I'm going to say TW rework and R10 are coming. That's that's my 2024 prediction. TW rework and R10. Yeah, I mean I, I think that's pretty reasonable, frankly. Uh and may, maybe both at the same time. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, maybe. They usually pick their their new their new release thing to to add that to the as part of the gate to um you know it's like hey here's this new thing you have to play it because if you don't you're not gonna get the cool new progression system right yeah yeah you're not gonna be able to compete in fleets so get the new thing um better get it Darth Revan Relic Ten man. <laughs> So I what so I was making like a mini calendar of to recap the the whole year of you know what what we like I made it into an infographic actually and that that video I knew I wasn't gonna get many clicks and it it certainly uh, did not surprise me that I got almost zero but um, almost zero is not quite accurate either but <laughs> they um, one of the things that I noticed though was Jedi Cal was was announced in February of last year. Yeah, he was announced super early. Yeah, so uh, probably not in January will we get the news, but like we got in January, we got what, like Zori and I think like the Tide Defender or something. Yeah, yep. And then, um, yeah, looking looking at all the looking yeah, at all the releases, it was Zori and Tide Defender. Then the Tuscans came in February with the Jedi Cal and the raid announcement. Yep. Oh, uh, yeah. We got the scythe in January as well, though it didn't seem like it was going to be that impactful at the time. And then March, we got Cal and Seer, and that was when we unlocked Reva as well, for the most part, or at least the early un earlier unlocks. And then, yeah, they 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 actually there was there were two characters released every single or, or characters plus ships potentially in some cases like like in may we had the Tigerito and uh saw guerrera were the only two in may yep. uh the only one that didn't adhere to that was november we've got grogu and that was it yeah or ig12 whatever you want to call him um but yeah we we, we got one more character and one more ship this year than we did or in 2023 than we did in 22. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had a chuckle though. The the thing that really surprised me kind of is I feel like this raid has as uh it's it's like man, we've been doing this raid system forever. Uh the last what 
when Crate Raid was released, it was May. May is when. <laughs> so we were doing Challenge right. Rancor in April, like like eight months ago. We were. And God, was it awful. <laughs> it's madness. Uh, I mean, I, I wasn't doing it. Other people in my guild were doing it, and I got... <laughs> And I got top 40 rewards, usually. There you go. <laughs> I'd say approximately uh, four-fifths of the time. <laughs> I, got, <laughs> I got them. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think I think that those are good predictions. I, I don't know what the new Galactic Legend's going to be. Wouldn't be surprised if it was either something from one of the, the shows... That that have been coming out, or something yep. from like the old Republic kind of era. A lot of there's a bit. It seems like there's a lot of people talking about old Republic stuff, and CG does kind of listen to that sort of thing. So yeah, yeah, we'll get. I don't know, middle aged Yoda, not Grandmaster <laughs> Yoda, not not Hermit Yoda. We'll get middle aged Yoda. I know. How different is 800-year-old Yoda? I don't know. <laughs> oh. I think it would be cool, just as an aside, if they if they did some kind of... I don't know if they'd do a book series or something. It'd be kind of... Cut, it'd be fun to see a snapshot of Yoda's life and just, like, go back 100 years each time and do, like, a trilogy of something, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And just see what he was like 100 years before and 100 years and just see kind of his his total arc I, I don't know to me that would be kind of interesting that would uh, that would be interesting yeah i'd like uh, that they they announced that they're gonna be that the acolyte show is gonna be 2024 i believe so yeah and i think scale skeleton crew which artemis brought up right oh yeah i think so i don't i, I I don't really know anything about skeleton crew. I haven't been paying that much attention to the current news, to be honest, for Star Wars. I I don't know why. I'm just um, I think I'm, I'm discouraging because people there's so much there's such a hate fest uh from the from like the the big fans. They hate yeah. they hate 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 Disney, and I'm like I I kind of just don't agree with with all of that. Like there are things I don't like, but there's yeah. also there's I'm like. Why are people telling me I'm a bad person for enjoying Kenobi? Like I enjoyed the show. I'm not saying it was perfect, but I liked it. And, but I, I apparently I'm a bad fan if I liked it. So I don't know. I'm like I'm just kind of sick of <laughs> sick of paying attention. I'll just oh. let let things run their course, I guess. Essentially, if the opinion generated on YouTube, it's wrong. That's for Star Wars fans. Not for this game, to be clear. Follow Zareth. Um, yeah, but like there's there are so many like YouTube opinions that are just you know uh, awful. <laughs> Follow it's there's a Reddit one of the Reddit pages. Um, it's called Saltier Than Crate, and all it does is <laughs> post like all the absurd YouTube headlines on it. And oh my god, like I don't. It's all the people that I don't follow like critical drinker or star wars theory or you know uh what's his name shad like all the just awful people that you don't want anything to do with and man like you just see like every one of their thumbnails and it's i'm so glad i don't i don't watch this 
Yeah, it's it's a challenge. It's a challenge for me to to want to watch some of that stuff. Like I, I don't mind. So sometimes one one of those guys will have a take that I'm I'm interested in or whatever. But um, I don't know. People telling me that it's something that was objectively bad when I enjoyed it. I'm like, I I don't think yeah. you know. I don't think you understand what objectively bad is. I guess like to me, like if if something is like. It, wouldn't that make it unlikable? Like someone did tell me it was objectively unlikable. I'm like, does that mean everyone has to not like it? I, I don't know. <laughs> like, what? What do you? What's going on with with this? With, with you know, like you can't you can't tell me I didn't enjoy it. I, I like like there were things in the Kenobi show I didn't think were cool, but we're all I, I liked it. So what? Whatever. I I don't need to defend myself that much. I just get weary of it. So therefore, I don't know what's coming out. It looks like. According to E-Ray in chat here, he says, The Acolyte Skeleton Crew, Bad Batch Season 3, and Young Jedi, which is actually exciting because my, my younger son really loved those. Um, yeah. Coming, and then Tales of the Jedi as well. Which, yeah. the Tales of the Jedi were actually really good. I enjoyed those. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually excited for uh, Skeleton Crew. Um. It seems like a different take. And it has Jude Law and Jude Law's. I enjoy Jude Law in general, like the projects he chooses. So um I'm actually I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, I I don't I don't have anything against like I'll I'll watch it. Yeah. I'm not afraid. <laughs> it's such yeah. a such a weird thing. I feel like it used to be everything used to be, you know, like we get the new thing released a year later, and that's just not how it can work. I, I read a thing about how that's just not how new releases can work. The way things are structured now, the way things are like that for for shows and stuff, the production, the all the time it takes for everything. Like you're just yeah, most shows at least aren't gonna have like oh yeah, like the new season starts on August fourth every year, well, whatever. Right, and it doesn't help that we just had a writers and actors strike too. Yeah, that's true. That's absolutely true. I'm sure that threw a hitch in things. Yeah, um, yeah. So anyway, let's get back to the game. Um, we did, <laughs> sure. <laughs> we did have a couple podcast questions here. Um, oh yeah. Let's see. We we answered most of them on Friday night, but. We didn't get to a couple in the four hours we talked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not surprising. How, yeah. How often do you refresh Conquest Energy? And do you ever buy Datacron materials from the shop for crystals? Um. So for me, yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, if it's a really good Datacron set, which this one wasn't, like it's fine. It does some interesting stuff, but you don't need refreshes for it. Like I'll, I I tend to go through the one hundreds on the first week ish, just so I could sprint through it and not have to worry about it once GAC starts. So yeah, for me, I'll I'll go through those refreshes on on my like smaller accounts where I don't spend money, uh, like to buy crystals. I I just do the fifties, um. But I do, I, like, even on my littler account, I do all the way through, I do three refreshes a day for the first week, because it's hell week, but it may as well just knock it out. And I don't know if it's the most efficient way to do things, but 
I, I do. I just want to be done with it. Like mentally, I need to be finished with it. It needs to just come to, it needs to come to rest. It needs to be done. I'm, I'm kind of just tired of it. Um, after a week, then I'll, I'll stop buying refreshes for the most part on, on my, my main account, buying crystals for, for the pieces. I'll, I'll spend them for refreshes or for, for, um, the, the reroll materials is what I'll do. That's the only thing I'll spend on. Okay. I on my main account, I um I do I do six refreshes. Uh for most for most Quran sets. Like this Quran set, I will do my full refreshes for the first week, so I'll stop on Wednesday just because I'm gonna hit 30 level nines um immediately. Uh and then on my alt account, I when I'm blasting through the sectors, so you know, when I'm going one through five, I will do four refreshes. So I'll do three fifties and then a one hundred every day until I get through the sector and then I drop down to just fifties. Um I have not spent crystals on datacrons in quite some time i have probably made some ill-advised shard shop currency to buy crons because i'm impatient purchases though <laughs> i i have done mm -hmm. that i i fully cop to that one um i haven't other than the money for the or the the crystals for the refreshes i haven't spent crystals on datacron resources in what feels like a very long time yeah, and that's fair. I think I, you know, I, I was saying I spent crystals on the refreshes, and I guess I I have a couple times, but ever since they put shard shop currency, uh, tell tell CG to earmuffs this so they don't uh, take draw <laughs> conclusions. But uh, I want like I being able to sp spend shard shop currency to buy re rolls is is pretty nice. Like yeah, yeah. So that to me, that's that's been like the fact that the their store used to refresh weekly. Now it refreshes four times a day. It's it's just magic. You can buy so many mats, so many reroll mats for shard shop currency. Uh, you just have to kind of recalibrate what your priorities are with shard shop currency, because otherwise, like I still buy some gear with it, but a lot of it still goes toward uh toward trying to do datacron stuff. So yeah, like you. I spent some crystals on on conquest for sure. I don't. If you can get to the point where, in a good set, you can get a level nine most days because you're buying either reroll mats or I mean, also the credits obviously are the data cash, whatever you want to call them. You buy those yeah. every refresh. If you can get into kind of a groove where you're getting one level nine per day. I feel like that's that's kind of the constructive way to go for it. That that way you get to almost thirty toward the end, and that's of course for the bigger accounts who you know do spend money and stuff. Right, right. Um, yeah. All right. So here's here's an interesting one. Um, actually, no, we'll we'll save that one for last. We'll go into another Datacron one next. Um. Let's see. If you don't use all your upgrade reroll mats for a given Datacron set, do they convert into the next new set or do they dust into the ether? And then it says um, 
asking because if I don't care about stats much on the current set, is it worth hoarding uh, reroll mats for the next set? It's a valid question. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what they all turn into. Um, oh. I've heard, I've actually heard conflict conflicting reports from people. I'm like, yeah, this person usually knows what they're talking about, and yeah. so I I don't know what they turn into. I think I, I I can tell you. I mean, I track that every every set. Um, it's oh, okay. it's the level up mats. Level Mark Two and Mark Three of the level ups turn into Mark One and Mark Two, respectively, of re rolls. Re rolls and Mark One level ups turn into cash. Um. And it's it's not a one to one, but it you you get a crap ton because I I manipulate it so I have a ton of the Mark Three upgrade materials that just hang out every season, and that's how I get so like a thousand Mark Two reroll mats every seat every Datacron set, um, because that's that's how you can manipulate it to get what you're you're gonna want course you don't know what you're gonna want until it's too late so i just make it so i will get a ton of mark two and mark mark one and mark two re-rolls at the start of every datacron set i think i get, i think i started with a thousand this set nice um but with that it's no saving the re-roll mats is completely worthless it's going to turn into cash uh well i shouldn't say completely worthless for for me it's going to turn into cash and it's going to be wasted because i can't spend that much cash before the set dusts for people that aren't going to have that problem it it might be worth hoarding some of it to turn into cash because some people don't hit the 30 max um when the sets dust so if you're in that boat then you you might as well because the stats are the stats on the set are not great Right. I mean, the it's almost not worthwhile uh, to to do yeah. it. I mean, you can. It's fine. Feel, yeah. feel free. I guess. I so I have spent on my like main five or six level nines. Um, I have spent reroll materials on the level seven and level eight to try and get armor pen or resistance pen, depending on what the corona is. But the stats are so small. Like you used you can't get over, I think, a hundred armor pen now. When in the past, you, the last time armor pen was here, you could get like three hundred percent. Like it, it's so negligible that I wouldn't use resources that you want to spend elsewhere for that, but I like I said, the reroll mat's gonna turn into cash and I just don't need that. So I might as well spend it. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think that they're not completely negligible. They're not great, but yeah, you can. Right. It's fine. Oh yeah, some some armor pen is better than no armor pen. Like that's especially with all the defense out there. I mean, I have fifty percent. That's that's much better than fifty percent accuracy. It's not yeah. it's not amazing, but it's certainly better. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um 
All right. Next question. So whilst overall the light speed bundles have been great, what do you think the risk is of people refusing to gear things that might get a light speed bundle in the future? So they're not asking if you should. They're saying, how common do you think it's going to be that people are like, yeah, I'm not going to farm Africa. She's going to get a light speed seed bundle in six months. Or Sith Eternal or, you know, pick one of the big farms. But how prevalent is this like opinion going to be if the people actually follow through with this ill-advised right. activity? Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I don't think I'm, I'm not a big fan of, of that, like living like that, I guess. Just like, a, what if this happens? I guess we shouldn't do it just in case. Like there's, there's a certain level of, you know, you could be cautious. You could wait to be efficient on things or whatever, but I, I tend to just think you shouldn't just wait for CG to give you handouts. And therefore, I, I don't know, I guess there, there are absolutely going to be a couple people like that in most guilds, I think. Um, I, I don't think it's going to be that common, frankly. What do you think? I think a lot of people are going to say it. <laughs> I think a lot of people are going to say it. I've sure. already seen it a bunch. I don't think a lot of people are going to follow through with it. Uh, I am really curious to see the next time CG releases a Lightspeed bundle. Like, um, like if if we see a light another Lightspeed, I can't say the word Lightspeed bundle in February. It's kind of going to give the hint that we're going to get these Lightspeed bundles once a quarter I think if they're giving them out once a quarter it might be worth gambling like saying I'm not going to go for Afra. I'm going to farm this other thing instead sure. um, if we don't get it in February or March then I think that they're not coming back soon and um then it's not worth doing it. I I do think, so I don't think saying, I'm not going to farm this, I'm just going to wait for the Lightspeed bundle. Like, that seems silly in most circumstances, but, like, if somebody walks up to you and says, hey, I have two options. I can farm C or I can farm Leia. I'm going to farm Leia because the Lightspeed bundle might give me C. Like I'd have a hard time yeah. arguing with that, depending on where their roster is, obviously. Um, you know, it's kind of a fact specific thing, but I I don't think that would be an awful idea. No, I, I mean I think I think you're right. I, I think absolutely. I think you should you can be strategic about things for sure. And uh, I think that that's that's a good take on it. Like <clears throat> excuse me you you do need to make sure you're cognizant of you know if you're willing to spend 10 bucks or 20 bucks whatever to get to the eternal probably going to be worth you know waiting if there's other farms available if you're just sitting on the mats <laughs> right then i don't think it's going to be that helpful right and the the thing that I mean, a lot of people are talking about it, but that not enough people talk about when this comes up is 
are you going to have the, you know, eight Zetas that you're going to need to apply to all the characters that you've got in that Lightspeed bundle if you're not farming that team? <laughs> well, it's 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 a major consideration. Uh, not having enough Zetas is so painful. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. My my alt is currently facing that problem. Uh, with God, poor Dark Gideon on that account. I already gave him his homework round. He's gear twelve because I don't I can't get another furnace because he needed like hundred and sixty med packs, which I just didn't have. Um and I, I also I only had enough to apply one Zeta to him. So he's still missing a couple Zetas. Um so and I couldn't imagine buying a lightspeed bundle on that account and then having the team but not being able to use it for you know, another month and a half. No, that's a tough thing, man. It really is. It is a tough thing because by my little account, just finally, I, I have all three Omicrons applied and I'm missing a Zeta on it. Yep. Like Malikos has, has three three Omicrons and one Zeta. And uh, actually, even if I had enough Zeta mats, I couldn't apply it because I don't have enough Omegas either. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's good times all, all around. <laughs> good times had by none. Jeez, uh, yeah. So we're um, we're just we're just logging our way through it, I guess. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. All right. So it's been a long time since we've been on the air. Thank you, Christmas. Um, what Super have fun. you geared up in the past three weeks? <laughs> um, <laughs> that narrows it down, I know. <laughs> yeah, gosh, so I don't know. I, I, my, my main account, I've been... What, what did I do with my main? I guess I, my biggest thing, and I did this yesterday though, was um, you know, I light whaled for Keller and Beck, so I I have him, yeah. he's he put him at I got him to relic eight, and I, I'm I was so tempted to try pushing for nine on him just because he gets a protection boost from eight to nine. Yep. Uh, I I didn't didn't quite pull that trigger, but um, I think for my main account, I I did that. Otherwise. I've just been trying to bulk up on my raid relics. To be honest, it's fairly boring. Like trying to yeah, get getting Iden up to you know relicate. That was that's a nice little boost. Um, I think scout troopers relicate now. I've got a couple things like that. Uh, I think I think the more interesting stuff is on my like on my middle account. I got Iden to relicate as well, and that huh. that's a significantly bigger boost for that like that that really that hiked my score up by over a million i think on the raid so uh hard hard to argue with Aiden getting relics yeah. though yeah no uh, especially with the ship and the chimera counter and yeah yeah she she is actually going to be a relic for me on um on my alt account soon i i can't even get gideon to gear 13 let alone to <laughs> relic seven so it, it might be a hot minute but she's she's definitely next on the list 
She just makes too much sense. She she's too yeah. she's just strong on on all fronts. There's not really a place that she's right. bad. I mean, even even conquest was like, hey, there's a ton. There's a ton of right. places that that we can use these characters or that we can use her. Like conquest has two nodes for her. Um, the like ships she need the tight offender really wants her to get boot. Like I'll just you know the laundry list of things. She's great. Um, otherwise, yeah, I think I think. Uh, on my alt, I think the, the most interesting, like on my littlest account, uh, trying to get Ray and Malakos geared up before. I think I'll have a Relic 6 Malakos going into GAC. So huh. um, that'll be cool. That's my first Conquest character that I've farmed from actual Conquest on that account. And that account keeps growing, man. Because I, like, I bought the I bought the Lightspeed bundles for it every time. And yep. it's, it's like... It, when I first picked it up, like earlier this year, halfway through this year, it was four point two million. It's now at seven point something million. Oh damn! I wanted to. That's one thing I wanted to do today was go back and look at how my accounts grew, and I just completely forgot to. No, oh, you could tell tell us tomorrow or not tomorrow, but next week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll have to remember for next week because I keep I keep all of my GAC matchups in one channel, uh, so I can easily scroll back. It just takes it takes scrolling to get there. Um, and yeah, this entire time I've been talking about it, and I've only gotten back to August, so we'll talk about it next week. <laughs> all right, well, fair enough, man. That's cool. Um, what have you been working on? Uh, literally just the raid, the raid in Dark Gideon. That's all I've touched for the the entire month of December. Uh, there's been no passion projects, just just the raid. Which hopefully this week I finish off the raid. I need I need two more R eights to cross seventeen point five million. Um, so it's it's either going to be this week or next week, and then I can start gearing up other stuff. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I I do think honestly, I think that's going to start being a thing for a lot of competitive guilds. Is uh, when the new raid drops, you get a, it, it's a, it'll be like bulk up month, kind of like you, you just drop right. everything and you get your raid characters to where they need to be to get that high score, whatever your goal is. You know, in this case, it's seventeen point five for you. Um, you know, bulk up, drop what you're doing because you're going to prosper the next eight months. Right. And well, now the guild has a problem of we're getting the max box. And when the next raid releases, we're going to, I mean, just based on what happened this time, we'll drop down to two boxes just because, you know, you don't have the teams geared up yet. And it's going to be painful <laughs> missing out on the top box until we get it again. Yeah, I mean that's that's one of the frustrating things about the the raid system. I feel like is we're just not you can't you can't go seamlessly from top reward to top reward. It's gonna it's gonna take like a month to get there usually, right. even for really really big and motivated guilds. It's tough to get there immediately. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do think in general, I think if, if every guild could just say, all right, guys, 
Look, I know you want your GLs really bad. I mean, maybe we can't stop you from getting the one that you're just like really close to getting, but can everyone just pause for a second and work on your raid teams for a month? Can you just do that for us? Yeah. <laughs> like, re like release a list. Here's the one, here's the safe things that are going to boost your roster. There's like, why wouldn't you put Relic 8 on? I put on my Littlest account, I put Relic 8 on Han because I already had a Relic 8 Piet for Executor. Like, why, why, <laughs> right. why, why not put eight on Han because he's required later on down the line, anyways? Like, he's there's no reason not to. Like, he's a really safe person to farm, you know? Right. Yeah. Like, just like, here's a list of characters you're going to like need for other farms later down the line. Here's like some safe farms. Go for those for a month and then go back to your business. I, I mean, <laughs> the. The less organized a guild is, the less that's going to work. But I think the more organized guilds are going to start doing that. It's like, all right, guys, please pump the brakes, work on your raid stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. The one, the one issue I see with the timing is based on their timing that they have said uh, the new raid should come out August ish, August or September, and that's usually when they drop the brand new GL and the cap ship so i'm really curious to see if they drop the gl and the cap ship early in the summer that way the raid uh teams are freed up for the end of the summer hmm yeah i, I don't know like they can't if they're gonna do it every nine months they can't have a perfect gl cycle with raid like they can't just right. say all right crate was jabba Andor was leia this weird old Republic planet that no one's heard of and care or cares about is going to be for this weird old Republic galactic legend that no one's ever heard of or cares about. <laughs> and, you know, uh, they can't do, it can't be perfect. That it can't be seamless like that. So right. I, I don't know what their plan is. I'll, I'll be interested to see it all unfold. Honestly, they, they space things out decently. I'm, I'm interested to see if this, we're, we can have more characters this year than last. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Should be good, man. But wow, we've gone almost two hours. That was crazy. We have. Yep. Yep. We literally hitting the two hour mark in twelve seconds. Um pure madness. And for the people listening to the cast, that, that also includes about five minutes of waiting for the stream to did. start. So yes. it's not it's not a seamless, perfect, exact two hours, but Two hours since Solo clicked the button to start the stream. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, cool, man. Um, should we just call it a day then? Yeah, we might as well. So, everyone, we hope you have had a happy and healthy New Year. Um, and hopefully you have a strong new GAC season. Uh, Zareth will be streaming his attacks on Zareth underscore prevails on Twitch. I will stream at least one of mine on uh my my twitch page of just solo base 15 and we'll catch you then hey guys uh make it your rev resolution your revolution um to be that you're not gonna be a dick this year yeah just one and, year and make it your resolution that this year you will never forget that evil sucks <laughs> um yeah have a good one guys Later, guys.